Rockwired Sound in Albuquerque, New Mexico, of all places, this is Rock is Red. American Indian and First Nations music exclusively at rockwired.com. Today, Rockwired gives it up for the Oglala Lakota heavy metal band, Uncommon Knowledge. Stick around for more. Rock is Red is powered by Rockwired Media, LLC. A limited liability company. Please stand by. Welcome to the latest edition of Rock is Red, exclusively at rockwire.com. I'm your host, Brian Lush, and the music is out there. And today, we're giving it up for the Oglala Lakota heavy metal band, Uncommon Knowledge. Rockwired had a chance to speak with the band's frontman, Daniel Ragman Hudspeth, and the band's drummer, Corey Betleoon, regarding the new re- their new music. And you're going to be hearing that interview in just a few minutes. But first, here is Uncommon Knowledge with the gray.
That was Uncommon Knowledge with The Gray. For more on the band, you can check them out at their official Facebook page as well as their official Reverb Nation page. And links to both are provided right here at rockwired.com. Rockwired had a chance to speak with Daniel Hudspeth and Corey Betleoon regarding their music, and here's how the interview went. Well, you know, in all the years I've been doing music, I've not heard a lick from these guys, but Davidica has given me all the info I need on Uncommon Knowledge, and I'm here with Daniel and Corey of the band, who have just been playing with some lights and setting up for the for tonight's show, and uh, and uh, and it's great to see you guys. And how are you feeling about the about the little, the two little tour you've been on so far? Well, um. This is uh, Daniel, um, and um, yeah, we've been feeling really great about it. Um, it's been, you know, we haven't, as a band, you know, hasn't haven't came down this way yet. So it's it's really nice to start seeing a lot of people showing up and come out, and it's been a really good experience. We've been having quite a bit of fun. How about you, Corey? Um, it's just really exciting because we do a lot of booking for um, bands um, all over the world, even that uh, come in and come do shows in South Dakota with us. And you know, as a band, but only do we perform a lot. Um, you know, we work with a lot of other people, so it's really nice for us to actually get out there and play uh, different venues and be in front of new crowds. And now that we actually have merch and CDs for the first time, you know, done really professionally. Um, it's just a big jump for us, and it's something that we're excited to do. And it, it's not a matter of whether we're playing for five people or a thousand. It's just we're out there to make it the best experience where the people that are there. I see. So you guys came all the way from Pine Ridge. Yes. Then wow, awesome, <laughs> awesome. And so, and I and I'm assuming there's an album you've, in your merch. I see a CD. So, uh, and is that an EP or an LP? It's a it's a single. We have a single. We have two songs on it. So, um, yeah, we recently recorded that with um, a friend of ours. He does a lot of um, things in Rapid City, mixing and mastering. And um, his name's uh, Jeremiah Sutton, and he did. He, you know, he he did that for us, and um, so it's um, it's our single on there is the gray. We have uh, another one entitled Fallen Star that we decided to put on there. So that's yeah, that's what that is. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, yeah. Well, it, it's a real market for singles now, anyway. You know, I mean, it's not like it was when I was a kid where you bought a whole album and then you know, <laughs> and then just listened for your favorite song. Now everyone just does single did digital singles now but anyway but, but you know for after releasing this new single i mean you know how are, have there been any reactions to it that have surprised you or that you didn't quite see coming um the gray has kind of been in the works for a long time and um that was one that we felt would be most acceptable you know to put out as a single something that all aspects of a crowd would you know communicate with you know um, relate to it but that being our single um, we've actually had a lot more attention to Fallen Star which we wrote for an art exhibit that's on display in uh, Rapid City Um, that one was a completely different deal because we generally try to shoot for the metal crowd the heavier more aggressive crowd and Fallen Star was written for more of an art crowd but the reaction and downloads that, that has came about that has been something completely unexpected and not just getting support from the the art exhibit crowd, but getting support from the metalheads as well. So, um, 
the thing that we were pushing ended up not being what got the attention that we were expecting. <laughs> I see. And, and I've interviewed other artists from Rapid City, but from your perspective, I mean, what sort of music scene are you guys surrounded by up there? Is it a supportive one? Is it an, an indifferent one? You tell me. Well, um, when we kind of came on and you know on the scene in Rapid City, um, like I said, we're from Pine Ridge, and there's not really a huge, huge thing going in Pine Ridge. You know, there's so, so little of it. So you know, we decided to branch out, hit Rapid, and um, um, when we were welcomed, really, you know, really great. And there's so much diversity. So we, you know, at first we started playing with um, people not within our genres. And later on, we start, you know, we start seeing the scene a little bit being underground. But now lately, it's been coming out like more broader, and people have been starting to notice it more, and showing up to a lot more shows. You know, like Corey said, we do a lot of shows, and um, we just kind of showed up, and we're like, hey, we want to do shows, and some, you know, some people took us under their wing, and then we start doing our own thing and start booking a lot of people. And pretty much it's been great. You know, it's all around genres, but, like, they, they pretty much get along with each other. And, it's, you know, it's maybe some people are a little biased with other things, but, you know, they come out to support. And, um, it, yeah, it's been, it's, it's, it's evolving. It's growing a lot. So there's, there's a lot of support in Rapid. Um, there's always um, little groups and cliques that went to exclusive bands that were playing their friends' bands. And um, that wasn't anything you know negative from one group to another it was just that was just the way things worked and that when we kind of came into play we were just performing and a lot of the people that would book metal bands and punk rock bands um were people that we knew but there would be a lot of times where there would be touring bands wanting to come through or people wanting to book a show and those people organizing it would be on tour or something along those lines so really out of necessity we kind of took it upon ourselves to um invest in our own pa system and um try to bridge as many gaps as we could between um, the different genres and the different groups of people within the scene. And um, yeah, lately it's been, the support has been overwhelming with what we do, you know, as a business and what we do as far as promotion and our productions. You know, um, there's a lot of other people that support us, whether it be through this advertisement or word of mouth. Um, a lot of venues that are always happy to have us. So all around, you know, um, it's a really big cohesive unit that's just getting stronger. And it's not something that um, we intend on quitting anytime soon. We have a lot of bands coming through, so we intend on growing the music scene and, you know, supporting the locals as much as possible. Um, we feel like it's just something we, sh we should be doing because they support us. You know, we just want to make a full circle. And bring me back to the beginning of Uncommon Knowledge. How did this whole thing get off the ground? Well, um, yeah, with the Uncommon Knowledge, it was usually it was two. It was a form of three bands from where we're you know from where we're from. Shane uh, Lapointe, our lead, lead, lead guitarist, he's he's from Rosebud, and he had a band called. Um, Lost and Irrelevant, sorry, yeah. Lost and Irrelevant's great guys. They played killer music, and you know things just kind of start falling falling through with them. And you know we, I had I had my own thing going, Nuclear Decadence, and um, Corey and Cody, our other guitarists, they had Razor Chain. And you know things weren't really looking looking out, but we always all did music together. Like we all we met met up went, met with Shane. They brought it to us that you know. Um, Shane kind of had the idea, why don't we just, you know, kind of form up and do a different project. We all do music together. 
So we all agreed to do it, and you know we just we we just start pushing it, and it's honestly I think we are farther than what we were in you know our own little things because we got so much diversity from each other. You know me, I come from a crossover thrash, old heavy metal influence, you know, and these guys all come from their their types of different subgenres from metal, but we all click together and we all just you know come for, forming uncommon knowledge. You know it was. It was a thing of we just we want to right now our music writing you know is kind of ha- we're having fun with it kind of filling the things out and soon we'll be we'll be hitting you know like what we like to talk about you know like the politics like the, all the things like that so that's you know that that's why we came up with the name uncommon knowledge you know educate people a little bit on certain areas. Um, I think no matter what would have happened, we probably would have ended up all together, whether it was would have been on common knowledge or not. Um, I was, me and Kyle were actually playing guitar, or he was playing, I was playing drums in all three bands, and Kyle was working with all three bands, and we had shows where we would do guest um, performances in a song, and we got to a point that really the only thing separating us was the names. Um, so all in all, it just made sense for us to come together and... Um, because we picked, you know, some of our older songs that were well known in each of those bands, and kind of did away with them, and kind of put together some of the material that we had working, you know, within the three bands. And it really gives for a unique sound because there's so many different aspects in what we do and what we write and how we write. Um, it's just exciting because um, a lot of people ask us when we do shows, "What genre are you? How would you classify yourselves?" and it's Don't really you hard. That question. <laughs> I just, I just giggle and laugh at him because this kind of music. If I don't like it, I won't go. And I just tell him, it's like, I just tell people simply, it's hard to explain. Come to the show and see. You got to experience it. So. Throw a wrench into the works. <laughs> but uh, with the, with this with this kind of tour that you're on now down here I mean talk about some of the differences you've noticed in playing down here as opposed to up there well um I guess the obviously you know we I guess we draw crowds back home but you know since um you know not a lot of people know us down here so much that's why I wanted to come down and kind of show people you know what we what we have and everything like that and um I've noticed uh there's the native scene you know we're on native american so the the native scene native american scene here with music is huge like it like in a way i guess i've seen a lot more of you know that type coming and you know back home we really don't we don't have that a lot you know there's it's just that like i said we come from pine ridge and like we had a grand challenge to rapid city to you know start getting our music out there but it was you know here there's it seems like a huge support for it in a way you know so that's that's what i've noticed you know with with the crowds and with the people i've talked to stuff like that so. i mean when we're out here um there are like i mentioned before we work with a lot of touring bands um from all over the world all over the country and they all seem to make a lot of stops here in this area and a lot of the bands that they do have have native american musicians in those bands and like in South Dakota, that's mainly Rapid City and Sioux Falls. Um, like once a year, maybe there'll be a show in Pier, and um, that's about it. It's just there's not enough support in any of the other cities or places to make it, you know, 
a feasible business to do it. Um, it doesn't do much good, you know. So, you know, I guess it's just the nature of the beast. You book a show and you hope for a crowd. Sometimes you got five, sometimes you got a thousand, but you know, if it's consistently five, you're not going to work there. <laughs> That's um, so we do in the areas we do have support in. You know, we do work well. And uh, out here, it seems like it's so much more widespread. And um, the support behind it, you know, it seems like everywhere we went, we've seen flyers um, for all these different shows, all these different cities just around this part of the country and a lot in New Mexico and Arizona. And it's just something that we want to be a part of. Um, we knew that there was going to be support there and um, kind of came down just on hoping that the interest alone of what we do would bring some people. And if not, we're going to play our hearts out for people that are here. And, you know, that's simply what we do. I guess, you know, we're always moving around to different venues. I guess the only big difference for us as far as this tour goes is the length of travel that we have to go to do it. Because um, when Uncommon Knowledge isn't playing a show, we are also handling booking and production. So we're constantly moving. So whether it be us performing or not, um, it's, it's exciting. But in another sense, it's kind of used to it. (laughs) And uh, with this single behind you, I mean, what's next for you guys musically? Um, Well, we're we're pretty much trying to, um, you know, after the tour, we're going to really sit down and see what we want, like, as, you know, well, we we have our direction, like I said, you know, we start talking about more broader things, and um, we're going to, you know, we're kind of working on an album as of now, you know, like, so that's that's pretty much push a single for as long as we can and you know until our album pretty much is got everything ready for it and we're going to tackle that and try to get that out as much as possible and I would love to tour a lot more you know like that that's kind of the direction we're going to start seeing after we do a lot of the production things we got back home and take care of those you know we probably might hit the road again I'm hoping you know so that's that's what we're thinking <laughs> Initially, the gray, the riffs came from um, Lost in Relevance, and it was just one that didn't, there's some songs that are just brutal, blast beats, death metal, have crazy stories behind them, but this was one that, you know, felt comfortable with being on the radio, you know, and I guess any of our music would be cool to have on the radio, but that those, that's one that we do have on the radio. But after this, you know, we, like we said, we want to finish a full-length album, but um, I guess... The main goal is just to continue what we're doing. That's um, we do have a couple big productions coming up, and um, we have a metal festival that happens, and um, we're actually going to be doing sound and doing a big part in the promotion and the production of that. And also, we're performing on that. So you know, we're trying to use all these little outlets and performances, um, working with different um, production companies, you know, to build something bigger. So. We're using this tour and this single all as something to drive us into a direction that if we were to go anywhere, uh, we would have you know good references on what we do and whether that be a performance or a production. So really, sustainability is the ultimate goal for what we do. Um, we want to put out as much music as possible. Um, we want to play as much as possible um, within you know what the band schedule allows. So. Um, pretty much it we just want to keep going um you know any band's going to put out albums you know some bands want to play a specific venue um for instance i'd love to play red rocks (laughs) but that's 
there's a lot of things in between what we're doing now and that point, and we feel that if we just stick with what we do and do it professionally as we can with what we know, maybe we'll get there one day. So that's basically the way we think about things and the way we go about things. Um, and so far, it hasn't been negative. Um, and you know, there's times where we don't make a lot of money, but that's not necessarily the reason that we're doing this. That's, it's because we simply love to perform and love working together. So if we can sustain that, that would be our ultimate goal for after this tour. And this is a big test to see how well we can tolerate each other in small spaces and, <laughs> and things like that. So if this all works out, we know that we can do it potentially a lot bigger next okay. time. So. All right. For more on the band, check them out at their official Facebook or Reverb Nation page. The links to both are provided right here at rockwire.com. And here is Uncommon Knowledge once again with Hishapa Thunder.
That's going to do it for this edition of Rock is Red. A special thanks goes out to Daniel and Corey of Uncommon Knowledge, and a very special thanks goes out to Davidica Little Spotted Eagle. For Rockwired, I'm Brian Lush, and remember, keep your eyes forward, never look back, and make it up as you go. Rock is Red is powered by Rockwired Media, LLC. A limited liability company and is available exclusively at rockwire.com. Online radio that rocks. <laughs>